0: Welcome to House Call with Dr. Mac, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. It's here in the House Call community where we have created an inviting space for you to hear individuals' health stories, gain health care providers and other experts' perspectives. It is our mission that with the knowledge you gain here, you will be able to connect your own health dots, see a complete picture of yourself, and begin to experience whole person care. So, let's sit down. Let's get started. Let's have some conversations. Let's connect these dots. Let's get some straight talk. Hey, House Call community, welcome back. It's season six. I'm so excited that we're here again together I don't know if you recognize, but the last season and this season, there's a different, there are different voices doing the introduction. And what we've been doing is we've been opening up to the community to ask members of the community if they would like to do the introduction. So last season, season five, my mother so graciously, uh, after I asked and, you know, said please 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 she was the voice for season five's introduction so thank you mrs linda webb and this season you are going to hear the voice of mrs pat Castillo. she was a guest in the house call community and she was episode 72 telling her story you want to go back and hear that And so we're opening this up to the house call community. If you would like to be the voice for the introduction to season seven coming up in September of this year, give us a shout out. Let us know. You can reach us on our email account, it is realdoc74 at gmail.com, that's R-E-A-L-D-O-C-7-4 at gmail.com, or you can just send us a comment on our Facebook page, it's the House Call with Dr. Mac, the podcast page, send us a message through that page, or just put a comment on one of the episodes and say, hey, I'd like to be your voice for season seven, Introduction. We're so excited to get the community involved, and this is just one of those ways that we're going to be doing that. We're going to be doing a lot of things coming up this season and next season. If you're joining the community for the first time, you can find us on Facebook. We are House Call with Dr. Mac. It's a podcast page. Or you can find us on any of the platforms that you subscribe to get your podcasting Shows We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. You can or whatever platform that you subscribe to. If we've been a value to you, please let somebody know. Just share it. Tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody so we can continue to reach people, help them to connect their health dots, see a complete picture of themselves, make better health choices and get that whole person care. So, season six, it's the beginning of a new year. It's 2017. And what better way than to start out with an update? That's what I felt. And that's what we're doing. Mrs. Danita Jones came back to the community And gave us an update from her first episode, which was episode 45 here in the community, which originally aired September 22nd of 2015. Where she discussed and they told us the story about one of their twins, Caleb. And if you go back and you listen to that episode, we talked about Caleb's hearing impairment or hearing loss. This episode, as you can tell from the title, it's Louder, Louder. Talks about the journey to where he's now hearing. You have to hear this story. There's so many twists and turns. It's not just a, oh, he's hearing now. You have to go in and hear it. So she gives, again, so many great nuggets. Like I always tell you, grab your notebooks, be it electronic or old-fashioned pen and paper. Let's sit down. Let's get started. Let's have some conversations. Let's connect these dots. Let's get some straight talk. Welcome back to House Call with Dr. Mac. We are on the road right now. We're in Huntsville, Alabama, back home. You guys know I love to go back home. And we're sitting here in my mama's house <laughs> with <laughs> one of our favorite guest here in the house call community mrs danita jones welcome back to the community thank you for having me And we had to just sit down and catch up. Yes. Because there are some updates to your story. Yes. So if you haven't been able to go and hear Mrs. Jones' story, you have to go back to episode 45. It's called Mommy, Mommy, I Need My Ears. It first was released September twenty-second, 2015. And we talked about your precious, precious children. Yes. Um, you, you, I call you big mama cause you got <laughs> yes. four, kids. four
1: kids <laughs> and you call them precious, precious. And I was like, okay, well
0: we'll go with that. Nickname today.
1: <laughs> and
0: we talked about the twins. That's yes. your last set
1: yes. of kids. Yes. Praise and, God.
0: um, <laughs> we were talking about one of the twins in particular, Mr. Caleb, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Um, so go back House Call Community. If you're a first time listener, you can go. Um, we tell you in the um, introduction how you can find us, how you can go back to the archives. But that is one of the conversations you really need to listen to um, because there's so much in that story and it gives so many other people inspiration and hope. We give people information. That's mm-hmm. that's what we're doing here um, in the House Call community about services that are provided yes. that people don't even know about. Have no idea. And a lot of them are free, but you mm-hmm. got to go find them. You have to find you them. You have to do the research. You have to do the legwork. You yes. know, I have um, several moms that we've talked to that talk about how they were advocates for their children. Yes. How they became the expert in their child. Yeah,
1: you have to because sometimes people will will we'll kind of push you off or say mm-hmm. oh well don't worry about that or well and you have to right. you have to be the fighter because exactly. nobody else is going to do that for you.
0: Exactly. And yeah. you um tagged me in a Facebook post. I did recently. Yes. 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 And that's why we're here because <laughs> you know we're down here for the Thanksgiving holiday that's when we're recording this episode and this conversation and my producer my husband was like we cannot <laughs> leave the Huntsville Area and not get an update from Danita. Yeah. So why are we here, Danita? We what are happened? here. Well, I, I <laughs> we laughed
1: before the the. Um, recording because I said it's, it it opens so many other doors for yeah, conversation. Yeah. So I'm gonna try to give the quicker version.
0: Go for it, you know, of this, this conver- podcast. Right, and we love it. So, um,
1: so yes. Yeah. So what happened was is that of course you know Caleb he had this hearing loss. He was born mm-hmm. with this high frequency hearing loss, yes. and um, he had hearing aids, wore them every day, mm-hmm. and you know we, that was a lifestyle we were used to. Right. You know, we would go and we would see the the audiologist like every six months, and he would get fitted for his he- the new set of hearing aids that he would need, and mm-hmm. they would adjust that we would keep on going and we just had a regular kid he was you know we'd, we'd he'd have to go to speech therapy because he um didn't get his hearing aids until later so there was an aspect of um you know sounds and stuff that he was having to relearn how to talk and this that and the other and that was normal for us every Tuesday we go to speech therapy and you know every six months we'd go to the audiologist. and we're so in this, this was normal this life? life right and um as we were um you know, continuing what was normal to us, I began to notice these very weird moments that Caleb would have mm-hmm. while we were, you know, just going about our everyday life. And I, I. And what
0: were those moments?
1: He would, we would, you know, maybe be in the kitchen doing crafts or something and, and, or he would be coloring and then he would just stop. And it looked like somebody had hit the pause button on his life. Hmm. And, you know, he wouldn't move. He wouldn't say anything. He wouldn't respond to his name. And for any person that would see it out on the outside, they would think, oh, the kid just zoned out. Mm -hmm. I remember the first time I saw it and I was just like, well, that was weird. You know, and then I kind of dismissed it out of my head. And then it happened again. And I kind of, and I dismissed it. I was like, okay, well, you just have to keep him focused. There would be times where he would be turned away from us watching television and the same thing would happen. And under normal circumstances, you know, would say, he's paying. He's not paying attention, or he's ignoring right. us, he's not answering his Almost name. Almost like he's daydreaming. Yeah, and and so we just, you know, dismissed it. But it, in the back of my head, I was just like, something is wrong. Hmm. And <laughs> uh, so one day, my father, who's an amazing granddad, and yeah. we're always, yeah. like, he volunteers to babysit all the time, and so I had a production meeting I had to go to, okay. and I let him keep the kids, or you know, he kept the kids for me. Yeah. And um, a couple of days later, we're in my father's car, and my father says to me he says you know danita he said he said i don't want you to be alarmed he said but i think you may need to take caleb to the doctor and i said well you know what's going on he said well he said he he said he has these moments where he just stops. and so as soon as you told him i had not said that to my dad and so what had happened is that you know my father being an educator and 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 um and older, he had experienced, he had a family member that had what are, what is called absence seizures. Mm. And he recognized it right away. My father did. And so he was afraid, you know, he was like, I don't want you to be alarmed. Just tell the pediatrician. So immediately we start comparing these stories about how within the past couple of days, we're noticing things about Caleb. And so, um, we're going into the weekend, we're going to church and they get, they get bigger. Like, you know, he'll be walking and he'll just stop walking or he'll be trying to climb into a chair. And all of a sudden he falls out of the chair because he paused. And so I'm I'm, at this point, I'm just like, I have to get to some
0: type of medical professional.
1: The amazing pediatrician that we have, Dr. Magnuson here in Madison. Okay. Um, she, we call, I called her Monday morning cause this all happened over the weekend. I called Ah, her Monday morning mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I said um, to her, I said, this is what is going on. And she said, when can you come in today? So we jumped in the car. Let me look at my schedule. She said, said, I need you to come in today. We go in, and I tell her what's going on, and and she listens to me, and then and by this time throughout the weekend, I had
0: actively documented all the moments that Caleb had had. I like that. I I really want to. I'm going to probably pause you through the story, but you just brought out a point that I try to get across to people mm-hmm. on a regular basis. You. Actively and accurately documented. Yes,
1: every time he had a moment, I kept a note. Once my father mentioned something, yes, then I actively said, "Okay, I'm going to keep a piece of paper and yes. notebook with me," and I wrote down the times, dates, everything, and so I was able to tell her we're having these things like four or five times a day,
0: and she can see it, and she and can, you can see and it. you can track it because <laughs> a lot of people go to doctors, and, and it's they're like, like, "We don't know." Well, you know I'm not yeah. sure and it I could that. be <laughs> to do- No, because now you have some concrete. Yes evidence behind your story
1: she was alarmed immediately when she saw the frequency of them so she was just like we're gonna send you she's like we got to send you to a neurologist now the blessing in all of this well well the the disheartening thing was that there's only one pediatric neurologist in northern alabama she bounces between alabama um, huntsville and birmingham so her weight is like six and a half months and so the um the hospital was like, Well, we can test him and then we have to turn the results over to the, the you know, the neurologist and then we'll go from there. <laughs> So they test Caleb. We we have to keep him awake. They do what is called a sleep deprivation Mm -hmm, test, mm -hmm. um, which is the most nerve wracking thing because you at the time he had not yet turned, so he was four years old, and we were required to keep him up until midnight, and then we had to wake him up at five because they had to make sure that that he was had not had any sleep. I just heard. (laughs) I just heard every parent go. And what's funny what's funny about kids is that if they you need them to go to bed they're awake till 2 o'clock in the morning asking for water. When you need them to stay awake.
0: They are tired. They're exhausted. Oh,
1: they want to go to bed. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. we, I mean, at one point, all the lights in the house are on and and we we kept his twin sister up. And we're like, we're playing Veggie Tales and watching movies and popping popcorn. I mean, we are doing everything we possibly can. And and Caleb is a, he's a very laid back little boy. Right. And so at one point, he looked at us probably around maybe 10 (laughs) o'clock and he was like, I want to go to bed. You're like, it's Caleb, like, do you, you just... not understand me? <laughs> so we go, you know, we go to the sleep deprivation test and he has, I mean, they're able to induce seizures almost immediately because oh. they do strobe lighting and, and they make him play around the room and pant and and they could induce some almost immediately. He had like four or five just in the you know session. Wow. And so they're like, okay, well, the doctor's going to call you. And in my head, I'm just like, well, we're going to have to wait a while. Mm-hmm. Um, He had the the test, I think that Friday, that Wednesday, we get a phone call from the neurologist and she said, I need you to come in. So we go into her office and she was just like, she said, I have a six month wait. She said, but I saw these test results. She said, "And, and because I'm a mother. I knew that you needed something to be done right away. So immediately I'm just like, you know. Oh
0: my goodness, wow. He he
1: gets diagnosed with absent seizures and so then they begin to tell us you know, the different things and ultimately what it is is that he has to be on medication for until for several years before he goes back into the the lab to have another set of tests done to see if he still has them and there are these blood tests that he has to have um, every six months to make sure that his liver levels are okay Mm -hmm. and and we have to give him medication twice a day, every day, um, like right around the clock, to keep the seizures down. And and um, oh as he goodness. grows and changes, and his body mass changes, and oh, we you're have to get have that read and, and-, and so they're telling us all of this, and I, and I'm listening, and I am immediately overwhelmed. Of- and and because in my head I'm just like okay lab tests neurology you know we the neurologist sees him every six months so I'm just like okay there's neurologist appointments and then the or audiology appointments and then the speech therapy and then I got to take this medic you know he's got to take this medication that has to be measured out accurately and it's it's never like regular doses it's random like six and a half milliliters right you know so <laughs> that's, that's not like a teaspoon <laughs> <room. laughs> no you no, know no, you have exactly. to like measure that out and, and right. you know and then and 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 then we have to make sure that those prescriptions get filled so we don't run out in the middle of the week and then you know this that and the other and you know sometimes it it causes headaches and so you're looking at all of this and I got in my car because my husband and I were both at the appointment and so he had taken half the day so he was like well let me take the twins home and you go and you know get the prescription filled or whatever I get in my car and I'm driving in silence Mm. and and literally in my my in my head I said I can't do this. Like I, I said, Lord, you something's gotta give. Mm. And and then that was it. I
0: you know, I just I got it out and I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, know? because he's still seeing the audiologist. He's seeing yes. He's still needing to get fitted for his hearing devices. Yes. yes. He is still in having, speech therapy. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so now we have on top of Right. And this and is, and, and the, you're, you have three other children. <laughs> I have three other
1: children. And in the midst of this too, one of the hardest things for us was that initially they had to get his liver levels so oh, that they knew what his baseline right. was. And the worst thing for any mother to see is is drawing... A, a child's a blood, blood. but mm-hmm. what made it worse is that he was very cognizant of it and he couldn't understand why they were taking blood from him and so at one point in the middle of the test he you know in the middle of the draw he looks at me and he's just like why are you letting them do this and yes. so I'm like oh my god you know I've been there. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> every parent has been there with yeah. the vaccines or something yeah the blood draw, and your child looks at you with yes. this like safe. Yeah, yeah. they're and
1: they're just like you're letting them hurt right. and and right.
0: and we were
1: mm. this that wasn't the pediatrician doing it. now his pediatrician does it okay thank God okay but before it was just a regular
0: Le- person yeah.
1: that just we deal with adults we're gonna deal with you too and so there was a very kind of and and no you know shade on the lab person okay. but it was very like I do this every day and you're fine not realizing that we're dealing with a four year old who does yeah. never had this done before and then knowing that we have to do that like every six to eight months because they have to make they sure have to take his, yeah make before sure they liver can increase exactly before they can increase the dosage they have to check his oh liver goodness. level so oh I, I i'm just yeah.
0: like i can't I, I again i hear every mother <laughs> yeah. go, oh yeah i can't okay. and and just like
1: i i'm feeling you in this moment yes so that was my that was my you know kind of i i had like this anger moment at god i was like mm-hmm. you have something's got to mm-hmm. give you got it mm-hmm. i can't So maybe about a month or so later, we're on this regimen and it, and it is still a little overwhelming. And we had to keep the calendar and, and I had to for like the first maybe 35 days, I, I would, I had a calendar and I would check off just so I could remember. We're in the rhythm of it now. Okay. But, but at first, you know, you have to remember at 7 a.m., he's got to get it. At 7 p.m., he's got to get it. And at 7 a.m., he's got to get it. And so we're doing all of that. And, um, the the he they're very active in church and so they're in the children's choir and so the children's choir had to sing at another church, so our whole family goes there and Caleb gets his hearing aids like he usually does and um, we send them into the children's choir and all of a sudden um, he he runs out of the children's out out of the choir stand and we're at another church um we're at Oakwood University church uh-huh. and that's a huge church yes yes he walks off the stage and he runs into my husband's arms and he says it's louder louder and so my husband goes what Caleb and he and Caleb starts ripping his ear his hearing aids out and he's like it's louder louder And he's still about four, you know, there. And so my husband's like, okay, well, you don't have to wear hearing aids anymore. But he would not go back in the choir stand. He was like, I'm not. So we were like, okay. So he sat with us or he sat with my husband for the rest of the service. So we're like, okay, that's, you know, all right. Yeah couple, uh, a week or so later, they have to do, they have to sing again at our church,
0: mm-hmm.
1: put his hearing aids in like we do every day. And, you know, he goes to that and, and same thing. He gets in choir stand and he rips them out and he's like, it's louder, louder. So we're thinking, okay, something is going on with the hearing aids. Right. And maybe they're not adjusted properly or they have them too high or this, that, and the other. So I was just like, I'll just call the, audi- the audiologist maybe a, a little, a week from now and just see if maybe we can get them re and so we're at home, which is not as loud when, you know, because only the twins are home. The other two are in school. When they're gotcha. all home, it is super loud. <laughs> when it's just it's the twins. Disgusting. Right, exactly. <laughs> when it's just the twins at home, then it's just kind of, you know, it's uh-huh. just regular, you know, kid noise. And so he has a hearing aids on at home and something happens. And um, he rips him out. I'm like Caleb, why are you taking hearing aids now? He's like, because it's louder, louder, mommy. And I was like, it's louder, louder. He's like, it's louder, louder, mommy. So at this point, I'm putting the hearing aids in my ears. I'm like, what are you hearing?
0: Was it a feedback? Yeah, I was, was trying it, to make yeah. sure nothing was
1: whistling in his ears or anything like that. And and they sounded regular to me from where from because I would have to check his levels. I think from the the time the the last podcast, uh, I would check the mm, levels every day. Okay. Um, they give you a little instrument when your kid has hearing aids to make sure that you that you're hearing what. They're hearing. Oh, okay. And so I would put that in my ear, and it sounded normal to me. Mm-hmm. But I was starting to notice that even when we were in crowds, he's ripping these hearing aids out. And so one day he just refused to put them in. He was like, I'm not. I said, Caleb, you have to hear. You have to put your ears in. He's like, No, <laughs> no, mommy. And it wasn't a disrespectful kind of no, it was, no. Just, it was like, just like, I don't no. know. And so, um, or I would say, Caleb, do you need to put your ears in today? And he was like, No, I'm fine. And so I'm like, Okay, this is odd. So I start, so I called the audiologist. At the time, they were switching over to a new audiologist at the oh. office where we go. And so literally, Caleb's paperwork got kind of lost in the shuffle. So I had called the audiologist. We hadn't gotten a call back. Oh. So about maybe four or five months passed. And finally, I called them again. I'm just like, hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, we were supposed to be in anyway just for a regular checkup. What right. is going on? You know?" And uh, I said, but I think something is going on with Caleb's ears. And so they're like, OK. So they bring him in. And, um, he has to go through this really great, uh, hearing test or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Caleb is a funny kid. Cause he's with you probably about maybe for 35 minutes of that test of a 45 minute test. Cool. And right around, right around minute number 35, he's, he's like, like, I'm, done. I'm finished. <laughs> you know, that's what he'll say into the little microphone. He's like, I'm finished. <laughs> so, um, we got through about 35 minutes of the uh-huh. test and I'm expecting them to come out and say, we'll just have to adjust the hearing aids, this, that, and the other. And the, and the audiologist comes, um, and it's one that doesn't know us. Yeah. And so she comes out and she sits next to me. And she says, okay. She says, well, um, according to these tests, and I'm looking at the chart that she's showing me that I'm very used to reading now. Mm. And uh, she said, according to this chat, um, he, he hears at a normal level. Excuse me. That is what she said. And I said, okay. And I'm looking at the graph that is saying exactly that he's hearing at a normal level. And I said, okay. And she said, um, she said, apparently he, I'm I'm going to have to recommend that he doesn't need his hearing aids because he's hearing at a normal rate. And she said, so she starts turning back through all of the other tests where you see this significant difference between where the normal line is right. and where his hearing level right. is. And then you turn back to the test that we just took and it's at a normal rate so this woman I love her to death she was so surprised at the result she said why don't we come back in three months just to make sure right she said because this doesn't happen with his type of loss like this doesn't happen like it's
0: supposed to either stay the same or get worse worse.
1: right and she's like this doesn't happen never it doesn't get better it does not get better. And so she was just like, you know, she was like, maybe it's because this is the first time he's ever really focused during the test. I'm like, no, my kid is always <laughs> focused during the test. Now he might end it early. <laughs> right. But, but. he's always focused during the test. And she was like, well, I'm not. She was like, okay, we'll we'll see you in three months. So we go on and, and Caleb, you know, we're noticing he's now still... where we can't whisper over his head anymore. And, you know, like I, one time I said something, I was talking to my husband about something I was either writing, um... Uh, And I said something about, you know, drugs or drug addict or something. And so Caleb looks up at me and I'm whispering and Caleb looks and goes, who's drug addict? I'm like, okay, wow. Like you really hear. We go back to the audiologist audiologist, three days, uh, three months later, and he takes the same, you know, test. He lasted a little longer and they come out with the results. And she says, he hears at a normal level. She's like, these are actually... Better than the last results, And so um, I said, okay. And uh, she said, this doesn't happen. She was like, so maybe, you know, I don't know if it's the medication, this, that, and the other. And in my head, you know, we're people of faith. Yes. And so I'm just like, no, know, yeah. but uh, that's okay. <laughs> you believe whatever you want to believe. I know what happened. Yeah. And um and so uh, you know, that was the first time I think we, we got in the car and I got the got the kids home or whatever and, and it was nap time I got them and I just sat at the kitchen table and I cried like a baby. Because I recognized and I said this um when I was telling someone even with the with the post that I, you know, tagged yeah, you yeah, in, yeah. I said it wasn't like a a, a get on your knees kind mm-hmm. of for prayer. It was really just kind of like a lash out, like I yeah. can't do this. Like something has got to get yes, yes. and and, and you know, yeah. for what, for because God loves us and He's merciful. He He recognized in that moment that it was really just honest. And yeah. there are so many moms yeah. that deal with so many other things, like bigger things than this. Um, I understood that in my reality with everything that was going Mm. on, this was just, this was a lot for, for, for us. Right, right. And, and two, you want so much for your children. One of the things that we recognize is in the midst of all of this, when he was still having hearing issues, we were trying to get them enrolled in pre-K, Once you highlight on a, on a document that your child has hearing issues and seizures, they send you to a completely different set of documentation and teachers. And so, you know, we, all of a sudden we're getting, you know, um, we're getting things where they're just like, well, we, you know, we want you to look at this class and you realize it's it's classes for for um disability and autism and things like that. And we're just like, well he's there's he's not autistic. And right. and I know he is considered disabled, but not in the sense that they were trying to, you know, to put him, put him in these right, different classes. Right. And so we were in the middle of that fight with the school system and finally that's when we were just like, you know what? Never mind. We'll keep him till kindergarten. Uh, because it was just, wow. it was ridiculous. And then of course you have to go through these things where they have to wear these personal things where they can hear the teacher. And it was, it was yes, just a lot. Yes, and yes. so that's where the frustration came for us. And, and you, you a lot of times in, in this world that we live in, when you want your child to really just have kind of a, a, a fighting chance yeah. sometimes, yeah. you, you want them to be able to, and it was never my, you know, I never was the parent that was just like, you know, I want my kid to be normal. Mm-hmm. I, we were, I was never that, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of times people would say, oh, we're going to Pray that that his
0: hearing. I was never that yeah, parent, and, and I want to go back. To that. I, <laughs> I jotted something down because you said, you know, I'm a person of faith, and we talk about that here. At the yeah. podcast, we're people of faith, um, but we are also people of science. I, I am a si- yeah. I tell people I'm a science and, person. And we were talking even before the recording mm-hmm. about how there are things in our lives, there are situations that do require outside yes. help. Yes, and absolutely. you had already recognized. We had that. already
1: recognized that it was it was never there was never a moment for me where i was just like you know even when they told us that he had the issue when he you know he was right. born i was never i was not the person who's just like oh we're gonna pray and just you know make sure i was just like tell me what medical intervention we need to have in order to fix this um you know yeah. and even with the seizures i was like tell us what medical intervention right. that we have right. to have in order right. to fix so we we both my husband and myself were very much you know like you know let how do we how do we go about this practical. go you very much so um, but we are praying, people. Yes, and there and there is a moment where it was just like it was just it was too much.
0: Exactly, and, exactly. And
1: uh, so I'm I'm just so grateful that that this mirror is a miracle. Mm-hmm. With his even mm-hmm. his speech therapist when we took him back there and they everybody has to get these documents and and um you know speech therapist was like I've never seen this before. This doesn't happen because we have a, a speech therapist that specializes in kids with hearing loss. Oh, okay. and so she was like this. She's like I'm. She she said I. I may have seen this one other time in a patient she said but other than that this doesn't happen one of my favorite incidences is where one of my girls got sick mm. and I took her to the the pediatrician and so uh the pediatrician comes in and she's you know dealing with my daughter and all of a sudden she looks at me and she goes so Caleb <laughs> I she was it. like we got the paperwork on Caleb she was like wow I said, yeah, I know. She was like, wow. I said, yeah, I know. And everybody that, that we're connected to, all of yes, the, everybody's saying yes. the same thing. Like, this is a miracle. This doesn't happen. And yes. so we are, you know, even like you said, we're recording around Thanksgiving. We That was one of the things that we talked about being thankful for, mm. that this miracle happened, mm-hmm. that this little boy who, you know, was is just as amazing and just as yeah. fantastic. Yeah. One day, you know, it's louder, louder, mommy. Wow. And then from that moment on, you know, he's been you know, he probably has the best hearing in the house. You
0: know? <laughs> I love it. So, I love so there are it these
1: story. moments that I'm just like, you know, even when I, I told somebody, it's like when I'm having like a really rough, mm-hmm. year, car- cri- I call them crisis of career days. As an artist, we have, I have I that a lot. It. Like, why did I choose art <laughs> as a profession? <laughs> So I'll have a crisis of career day and, you know, Caleb will come in and there'll be like, you know, we have an iron in our house that makes a really high pitch beeping noise when it's about to turn itself off. And so, you know, Caleb will come in the room and he'll be talking to me and there'll be a lot of noise. And all of a sudden he'll turn around and he'll go, what's that sound? And it just, I smile and I'm just like, oh, oh <laughs> thank you, God. <laughs> thank, you, God. <laughs> thank you that he can, I mean, because under, he wouldn't have been able to hear that. Yeah. He hears everything now so really? it's you know that it's just a, a blessing so so that's wow. the update like I said it's a yes. it's a winding road to get to that you yeah, know update yeah. but but it's it's just an incredible thing so man
0: oh my goodness I love this this is just wonderful thank you so much for coming anytime and giving us the update and you know before we were recording we were talking about your production company yes. and how we're going to we're looking forward to some things you're yes up with yes in the we future. got
1: a huge stuff happening in 2017 so. and, and I'm I'm like I said I'm all about being I, I'm I would say I'm the scientific faith person mm-hmm. and I'm about promoting um healthy lifestyles when you when medical intervention is needed. So we're yes. about to go on a, a, I'm about, I'm in the midst of creating and, and producing a production called The Color of Green that deals with mental health issues and how we need to stop ignoring the fact that that um, sometimes you do need to call the doctor mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and say, hey, I need medicine yeah, for this. Yeah, and absolutely. so that's what that show is kind of promoting, just kind of get the community, yeah. especially the black community, to recognize that there is an issue and it needs to be addressed, yeah. um, especially now you're starting to see um, even more like like celebrities and superstars mm-hmm. that are like that are that are having these mental breakdowns in public, yes. and and a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, I can't believe this happened, and they're clearly under pressure. Whereas if you really do the research, you can actually watch how that thing right. the started. Yes, and and yes. that's just something that needs to be recognized. So yeah. we're definitely working on that, and and uh, so yeah, so yeah. 20, 2017. 2017 is going to be, be big. a great thing. It's yes. be big thing. Yes, I'm so- excited
0: so people can find you productions by Yeah,
1: we are PBD. Uh, no, I look at me. I cannot even pronounce my own website. Yes, okay. <laughs> iheartsmartart.com is the wow. productions by Danita Jones website. Mm-hmm. iheartsmartart. And then um I also do like blog writing yes. and yes. I oh, have right. fun. I like I like being funny. <laughs> I think I loved
0: your latest post
1: about the about Doc McStuffins. McStuffins. Yes, so you guys have
0: to go over to youknowimright.com. dot com. Correct. And how do you how do you spell that? out? It's
1: the letter U, Mm -hmm. and then so you know K N O W I'm, and then. I'm w-r-i-t-e right so you can you can find that dot uh, com you can find that on the internet and then uh, you know I'm at you know I'm right on twitter okay uh, so yeah. you can follow us there and then fun little things that I do you know every once in a while when yeah. we do that but yeah but it's it's um, I deal with real life I tell people it's a passive aggressive way of giving people advice so if you have somebody <laughs> that, that you're just like I need to give them advice in a relationship just send them to the to blog and I'll do it for you gotcha gotcha <laughs> and we'll have all of
0: those links in the copy yes, and on yes. the website and and this has just been a wonderful full circle moment. Yes, absolutely. Um, being able to bring an update and let people know it's louder, louder. It's mommy. louder,
1: louder, mommy. And if I can, too, just, yeah. you know, always, always try, especially as moms and dads and, and caregivers, mm. pay attention to your kids. It's so funny how a lot, like I said, this journey kind of began Recognizing that these seizures were happening yes. and honestly if we had not been as observant we probably would have sent Caleb to school not realizing that some of these things were going on um, you know a lot of times with absence seizures it's a lot of misfiring happening in the brain is really what we found out like his brain is overloaded and, mm. and stuff is firing off too fast and right. so it pauses the body literally and um, I'm I'm grateful that I had you know especially my father in my life that was able to confirm that I wasn't Being the weird mom, you know, about it. But even a a lot of moms out there, moms and dads don't feel like you're being the weird parent. Mm -hmm. You know, I say to people, it's better to call your pediatrician and them telling you it's nothing than to not call the pediatrician. And then you have to deal with something worse down the line. Um, the, what's funny about the absence seizures is that, that they're actually could be very dangerous because if you, you know, they're on the playground or they're playing in the street and they have these very paused moments, they cannot react. They cannot respond. So that's where a lot of times they get really hurt or if they're in the bathtub by themselves, you know, so you think about stuff like that. And so call your doctor, call your doctor, you guys. Yes. Um, And and just, you know, if you're having a hunch, like I think, I don't know what's wrong with my kid, but I need somebody to look at it and and be able to say, these are the things that I see. Because you never know. Sometimes you'll go in there and the pediatrician say, oh, no, he's fine. And there will be other times where they'll be like, oh, we need to call somebody else. And so that that is one of the. Things that we have been so blessed to have all of these medical professionals that listen to us the first time. Mm. I know that there are a lot of parents out there that have had to fight for that. Yes, but we have been blessed with Dr. Magnuson, um, Dr. Limbo, which is his okay. his neurologist. Okay. Um, that have, we've been blessed that as soon as we say this is what's going on, or even with her, with even with her six month wait, um, we called her a few day a few months ago and said the seizures are starting to show back up, and she was like, "Okay, bring them in," and they changed his exactly. dose. Because he had gotten heavier and he'd gotten taller, and and so they would did that. So just again about being that advocate for yeah. your kid, you know, you were the person, you were the person that's going to fight, and and it's okay to to call the doctor. That's what I tell everybody: just call your call your doctor, call your doctor, call your doctor, <laughs> call call your doctor <laughs> and see. So
0: I love it. Thank you so much, leader, and that will be our tip of the day. Yes, that yes. is our tip of the day. So guys, till we see you all back here next time, bye now.